What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve, Gigi, and Dr. Wes Hendricks, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to get into all sorts of health information, as well as all sorts of terrible health misinformation. Nailed it for the first time. Boom. Yeah. Today, we got Carl. Wes is going to kind of head up this interview. Um, Carl's a super interesting guy. Go for it, Wes. It's all you, brother. All right. Carl, how do we even pronounce your last name? I feel like I always mumble it when I talk to you. It is Wise. Why? Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> so we got Carl Wise here. How do you spell it? Like W-I-S-E? W-I-S-E. Uh, okay. Okay. I didn't know if there was like some sort of silent pronunciation. How do you usually say it? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Wise. I'm just like Carl Wise. Like, you like Joe Dirt? It's like, no, it's Deer Tag. Deer Tag. Yeah, right? <laughs> See, I was looking for something like that. Um, We'll so, search it up, Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that Eve and I always talk about, um, and I think it's a really cool topic because I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to it. Like, what is your definition of healthy? Um, and I think it's kind of like, like how much love is too much love or wh- what is like a fulfilling life? Like, I don't think there, like, I think there's wrong answers. Like my definition of healthy is sitting on the couch all day, you know, but right. like for like, if you're actually trying or attempting it, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. And I think everyone's definition is different. Um, and like, we're definitely going to get into Carl's backstory. Um, I know we're not doing video here right now, but if you could see Carl, like I would definitely want him in a bar fight with me. <laughs> like, like, agreed. So, agreed. like we're going to get into all of that, but I just want to get right to it. Like Carl, what is like your definition of healthier? What does that mean to you? So I think, I mean, like you said, it's different for everyone. Yeah. Um, but I believe it's, it's a spectrum. So you can either be like way far here, like on the super side of healthy, Yeah. but I think for me, um, it's somewhere right in the middle. It's having just like a balance of everything in life and having just a, a good relationship, you know, with everything, whether it be like mental, physical, food, relationships, whatever. Um, I just think it has to do with everything in life and just being able to manage everything and just live comfortably. What do you, how do you define a good relationship? So like, you know, I like to peel back the layers. Like a great mm-hmm. answer. I agree. Yeah. Like balance is key, right? That was like, really, I was just thinking, I was like, damn, that was another really good answer. Yeah. You're yes. the worst one so far. I know. God. Well, you got to work on that. I, I thought about that last night. That's why I asked you the topic. <laughs> yeah. I was laying in bed. I was talking to my girlfriend. I was like, hey, like, <laughs> ask me this question. Let yeah. me think well, about it. Well, you nailed it right there. That yeah. was great. Carl has notes on the top of his hand right now. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> <talking> <laughs> about it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what, how do you define a good relationship? Like, is so, that... Something that helps you, you know, just bring out who you are. Um, I try to meet a bunch of people. Like I met Dr. West and stuff and he showed me a bunch of things and I'm, I'm sure I'll get to know you a little bit more. Um, but those are just examples like meeting people like Wes that have just a lot of information um, that we really don't like clash. And there's nothing nothing bad that happens that makes me worse as a person, I guess. I don't know. Just something that keeps yeah. me learning. Yeah. Um, Eli is another example. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much just it. Someone yeah. that I can learn from and just keep building off of. Um, yeah. The so. thing that I liked that you said the most was like fulfilling. Like that's a pretty powerful world, yeah. like word, right? So yeah, like, like it needs to be fulfilling. You need to enjoy it. Like, right, right. If not, it's just like a task or it's 
it's just like a box check off, you know, and enjoy it. Or you're, you're just kind of going through the motions, I feel like. Yeah, like my movement is fulfilling, my training scheme is fulfilling, my relationships are f- fulfilling. Like, that's a really cool mm-hmm. word. I like, I like that a lot. Like, how, how did you get to that point? Like, what influenced you to to want to be healthy or whatnot? That's a... Yeah. Let's see. Like Carl, Start let's from the beginning. Start from the very beginning. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, so I was, you know, two months old, and I decided to <laughs> no. I deadlifted oh. 600 pounds. <laughs> right out of the womb. <laughs> yes. No. No. So I would say high school, probably like my sophomore, junior year. It wasn't like jumping straight into all the healthy stuff. It yes. was. It started out um, the fitness side of things. Uh, my brother played football, so I was always in there just training with them. I played baseball, so... That was where I was at, just working out a ton. Um, didn't have a lot of information on like nutrition or all that stuff. Um, so I started out doing that, but it, it wasn't really like training for sport. It was yeah. it was just I was going to the gym like twice a day, just like yeah, basically your bodybuilding stuff. You want to look good on the beach exactly. shirtless for girls. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we, every every guy starts yeah. working out. Girls for the girls. Yeah. <laughs> so it went from there. Um, it went into college. Um, I played at the College of Charleston baseball. Okay. Um, then I started to get a little bit more into the nutrition side of things because at that point I was trying to take advantage of anything that would help me, yeah. you know, just compete better and just get an edge on the whoever we were playing. Yeah. So then I was just taking in everything like, oh, if, if I can do this and it can help me, like I'm gonna do it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm either I'm like 100 percent in on something or I'm just not even gonna do anything. So you yeah. tell me to do something that's gonna help me. I'm jumping right into yeah. it um so yeah i started to learn a little bit more about that um and then i would say it really really kicked off once i started playing with the blue jays organization just to the point to where it made me like retire from playing because i love like the training aspect i love helping people you know just learn mm-hmm. and i love just making myself better and others so it got to the point where i, I fell in love with that stuff so much that i basically decided to stop playing and finish my uh my undergrad at the College of Charleston, um, and then just start working. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. What, like, so you go from, which I like, you, the best reason I feel like to eat well and to, um, to do all that stuff is to perform better. Mm-hmm. Like those kind of like reasons really last like a lot. What made the transition from you doing it yourself to other, like, did you start doing that for other people in the Blue Jays organization? Like, here's my training regimen. Why don't you start doing, or here's, here's how I eat and people start asking, because that's a very, that's not many, not many people make that transition. So, I mean, there were just, oh, there are always people just asking like, hey, like, what do you eat before this? What do you yeah. eat before this? Like, yeah. what do you eat after? Like, mm-hmm. how do you train? Because I was always, I was always more advanced than anyone, yeah, yeah. like, that I was around. Yeah, as far yeah. as, like, weight training wise goes, I mean, there were people that were way better than I was at, like, playing. But yeah. um, as far as, like, the training aspect and, like, the eating and stuff, they didn't really have much knowledge. Um, I mean, there was a nutritionist, but it's really tough for them to like go around to every team. Um, yeah, yeah. And not, I'm not saying that I'm a nutritionist, but you know, I, I do know a little bit more than like someone that's coming out from the Dominican or something like that. So shouldn't eat uh, cookie dough? Is that what you're nah, you can. Yeah, love, if you want to, there's, there's dough. the spectrum. You gotta, you gotta find that. I know Wes likes tacos, so <laughs> we gotta find that. We gotta find that. Does he? That's not everything. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, very quickly. So I know, I know how we talk about misinformation. So I, I want to, Talk about how you like start diving into the nutrition to mm-hmm. increase your performance. Um, and I know now you do like so many tweaking, tinkering with nutrition. Mm-hmm. How, how do you feel like your information or what you learned on nutrition when you were playing baseball 
has changed now and do you think it would have affected? Yeah. yeah. So it's, I went down a path. Um, so I was introduced to the whole like ketogenic thing, like mm -hmm. while I was playing. Okay. Wow. Um, okay. How long so, ago was that now? I'd say six to eight months. Okay. Six to eight months. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've been out of the game for like almost a year now. Um, okay. And that was when I had my surgery. So I like started to get it. No, actually this is before. Um, okay. So I started doing that and I realized some sports do require like, you know, like the whole glucose thing and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So uh -huh. I, I was kind of digging myself a hole and just getting it deeper and deeper. Yeah, and I okay. just thought that I was like, just trying to be like, I was trying to lose a little bit of weight. Yeah. So I like knew that was a good way to do it, but I just had no energy at all. Okay. And so I was just digging myself a hole and then that was probably about two months. Um, and then I had surgery, not related to food or anything like that, yeah, but, yeah. um, ended up losing like 20 pounds, but I just didn't feel right. Okay. Um, just cause I was still training. Like I was training very intensely. So uh -huh. started to incorporate, you know, just a little bit more carbohydrate. I started to feel better. I know it's different for everyone. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and now my focus has shifted solely towards powerlifting. So my training right now is super intense. So, I mean, right now I'm just eating just to fuel myself and it's not coming from, like you said, cookie dough or anything like that, <laughs> but it's coming from why good not? sources. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, but it's coming from good sources, so I, I try to stay unconscious about what I eat pretty much, I'd say 95% of the time. Okay. Um, but now it's it's really, really focused towards fueling my body and, you know, just, and with the whole weight cut thing coming up in yeah. like two months, because I'm doing a competition, it's, I'm going to have to get some more information on that because I'm not too familiar. Uh -huh. I mean, I know how to lose weight, but yeah, I, know, yeah. I, I need to know how to do it the correct way without, you know, just diminishing all my strength. For, for no, I got you. Can you picture Carl 20 pounds heavier than he is now? No. Like, <laughs> oh, like, yeah, no, I dropped down to like 192. It's like you and me combined almost. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got kind of bodybuilding curls for the girls in high school. Mm -hmm. Then that slowly turned into maybe more performance yep. to uh, in, like for baseball. You went on, you played. What, what exactly, how far, like, what would we say it was for? Were you, uh, like, I know there's different, like, categories. levels. Yeah, levels mm -hmm. in baseball. So I made it up to uh, advanced A-ball. Okay. Um, didn't play too much. I played maybe half the season, maybe 40 games during okay. that season. That And then that, that's and what, what I did you play? What, third uh, base. Third base? Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's actually, like, a decent athlete. Would you say decent athlete? Yeah, I would say decent athlete. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the, like, 4% of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And is that, like, so I'm not for that familiar, like, where there's triple A and double, like, where is, so, where is that the tiers? Some teams have more. Like River Dogs. Who River Dogs are a. Um, River Dogs are low A. Okay. So there's the Blue Jays had a, a lot of teams, but um, you start out in rookie ball. Um, there's two uh, Blue Jays actually have two rookie ball teams. One in Dunedin, one in um, somewhere up in Virginia. I don't remember the town's name. Okay. Super yeah. small town. But yeah. um, and then you go to short season A, which is in Vancouver. Okay. Low A, which is in Lansing, Michigan. I, I played there and Vancouver. And then my last year was in Dunedin, which is advanced A. And then double A, triple A. Okay. Mm. And then majors. Big list, yeah. Okay, cool. Toronto. Okay. I didn't know that many tiers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like seven, seven teams. Oh my yeah. God. So spring training is a, the best. There's like I can only imagine. 200 people just, <laughs> just all in the same like locker room, just go out to the field at the same time. That's crazy. Yeah. It sounds like a traffic jam or something. Yeah, it for is. sure. I right, so don't speak English. Oh awesome. man, you speak Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> so we got baseball, then we transitioned to more training, 
And now it sounds like you're almost making the transition again to like in that training, picking up really, really heavy stuff here. Yeah. So how did we get more interested in powerlifting now? What kind of, when that happened? Well, I would say it happened right after I finished. Um, okay. I was lifting pretty heavy um, right after my surgery. I know that sounds terrible, but as far as like squats and stuff goes, yeah. like I wasn't. Can we talk about the surgery? Because I'm very intrigued. I'm sure people listening are like, okay, what surgery yeah. are you talking about? So, okay? um, yeah. So what happened in college, um, I was catching and a ball came and hit my thumb and there was no diagnosis then just kind of went throughout the day and just three years later down the road popped up again, just kept flaring up, just a lot of inflammation, couldn't bend it, went and got an MRI. There was a, I forget, sesamoid bone, um, just had two little spurs on the end, so I couldn't flex and it would just hit and just blow up. And then my UCL was partially torn, like in my thumb, Okay. I guess. I, I had no, I even, no idea there was even a UCL here. I just thought it was right there. Yeah, yeah. But, so yeah, that was partially torn in the bone. Okay. Um, went in, took the bone out. Okay. Didn't fix the UCL though. Okay. Awesome. So I don't know. It's still, <laughs> I guess it'll. Heal Does it still something. bother you? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, is yeah. it? Do you think it doesn't bother you as much now because you're not doing baseball stuff? Yeah. Because yeah. that was a lot of impact. I mean, yeah. you're always gripping onto a bat. You're always yeah. having like a ball just you know constantly hit it. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Now it's just I can still notice some grip like deficiency in this hand, just okay. still trying to work on some of that stuff. All right. So powerlifting here. Yeah. So wh- why, why powerlifting? Why not cage fighting? Why not cool. alligator wrestling? It looks <laughs> like you could do anything. <laughs> alligator wrestling. Strong man. Why do you um, choose powerlifting? What's our next interview? Well, <laughs> so I've never been in a fight, so I don't think you'd want me in a bar fight. I don't yeah. really know what I, I would do. Or just stand there. Just look intimidating. Know. Yeah. Um, I don't think people would just be like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, so, Really, it was so something I was good at. Yeah, I was always, you know, I was always stronger growing up, um, and then I just wanted to compete. Okay, so see, so like that competitive aspect, yeah. or feel like you're training for something, always mm-hmm. working towards a working towards a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I signed up for the like I, I knew I wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah, but I wasn't sure like, man, like I don't know what my training should be or like when I should start competing. Yeah, yeah. So then I just decided I was like, screw it, like I'm just. Boom! Signed up for it, okay. but I signed up for another one too. So I've got two coming up. The <laughs> ones, the ones one just coming up. Yeah, right now? Okay, the ones cool. just for practice. July twenty first. It's just to go in, just yeah, yeah, do it and see yeah, how it feels. See what it's like. Yep. Going on the Get field the, is different than practice, yep. right? The whole command thing is going to be completely different for me. Um, and then August eighteenth is going to be like the more serious one. Okay, the one that you you're more concerned with the outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that one it's like a southeast regional up in Charlotte. Okay. Um, and then if I have a big enough total, then I can go to nationals later okay. this year. So. Okay. And then for people that have no idea what powerlifting the events are, what, what are the uh, events we're looking at? Here so it is for? squat, bench, deadlift in that order Okay. Uh, during the competition. So you squat first, bench, and then you deadlift. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which one is your favorite of the three or which one do you, are you the most strongest at? Man. So I, I used to be strongest at. My bench press has always been really, really good because okay. I have shorter arms uh, yeah. and really, really big shoulders. So I've always been really, really good at it. But lately, I've started to enjoy deadlifting a lot more. Okay. I, sw- I made the switch to sumo. I know there's a lot of. I was going to ask how you're pulling sumo or conventional. There's a lot of critics that say like, "Oh, I like sumo, blah blah." blah but I, I mean, I'm stronger at it, so yeah, yeah. I'm not going to. It's sport specific. Yeah. Um, 
And it's body specific. I mean, you can get in that mm-hmm. argument all day, depending yes. on yes, body type, all that kind of stuff. What do you, what do you like? Do you like sumo or? I do regular deadlift, just because it's more transferable to what yeah, we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. That's what we do, but I'm definitely stronger in sumo too. Yeah. And I just, so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's more fun, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's fun to lift heavy yeah. things, right? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're, you're specializing in powerlifting right now and you're training people, right? Yeah, a few. So I work, um, I work at a gym downtown. Okay, O2. awesome. Yeah, just because I, I wanted to get out of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And what what is that, like, how do you find that influence in your sports-specific influence for baseball, you know, your powerlifting? How do you feel like those things help contribute towards, you know, I don't know what your clients look like, but I'm just picturing, you know, middle age, maybe out of shape, decent shape, you know, old injuries. Like, mm-hmm. how do you find those things out, or are you just totally, it doesn't look like anything like what you're doing? So you're saying, how do... Repeat yeah, yeah, I talk really fast. It's totally understandable. Um, like, how are you training the people you work with right now? Okay. Do, you, do you feel like a lot of the things you're doing, like in powerlifting or stuff you did with baseball training, influences it, or is it just like too far or above? Um, maybe some. I do incorporate a lot of the like barbell stuff with them. Okay, um, nice. Because a lot of people aren't, not that they're afraid, they're just not familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's a really good tool to use. Um, yeah. Because I feel like if I wasn't in their life, then they may go their whole life without holding yeah. a barbell on them, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. But I think no, they can add a lot. No, no, it's not fine. No, Hold a barbell once in your life, people. Take away one from this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> just one. Just go pick up one. No, but it's amazing. Like, um, but yeah, like you said, the people that I train, you know, it's yeah, it's anywhere from um, like eighteen year olds to the my oldest is I think like seventy. Oh, wow. So, yes. Okay. Uh, All right. That's awesome. But even them, like, I think that I can somehow, you know, work it in there. Um, yes, absolutely. But yeah, I just think it's super valuable. So I try to work in a lot of barbell stuff or yeah. progress to it at least, yeah, not yeah, like right off the bat, but uh-huh. um, progress to that kind of stuff. There, there's the kind of power lifting coming out. Yeah. yeah. You know, get that in their hands. Um, and then just movement based, just showing them how to move a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times people, they're not too familiar with anything. They just kind of go in the gym and just go through the motions and don't have any yeah, like yeah. mind behind it. It's just yeah, yeah. mindless movement. It sounds really familiar. I mean, yeah. Wes is kind of like movement based and like really loves variable movement. I'm definitely one of those people. It's like, everybody's going to squat, hip hinge, deadlift mm-hmm. and squat yeah. with a barbell with a, with a kettlebell. Like everybody's going to get that when yeah. walking in my clinic. Like, That's why I tell everyone too. Cause they're natural <laughs> patterns, right? Yep. Like they're just so mm-hmm. transferable to everything. And you know, you're a little bit more of, Doing that as well, but you like to layer some more complex stuff on and tacos. tacos. <laughs> At the same time. Oh my god! I like that. I like Next, all oh, video. Can you please eat a taco and a handstand. I'm working on a one arm handstand, so when I get the one arm handstand, I will eat the taco. But then when I have to worry about like choking if I'm upside down eating, just do the one arm chin when you get to the top. <laughs> all right, the so that'll go viral. There's no way that's not going viral. That's really a goal in my life to have, stuff especially going. if you choke. <laughs> <laughs> and you're there to, I know we're going off tangent. You're there to perform the high oh, leg up. I'd wait just a few. Oh, you'd wait for you to turn a little blue. It's a little blue. <laughs> just a little. Oh, man. I love that he threw in mindful movement. I feel like that's a, even in, you know, like class places that people are like saying they're doing functional fitness or we're hinging squatting. I feel like the mindful component is totally missed. And I don't know about you, like both of you guys. I have so much trouble getting across mindful movement to people because I feel like I start to lose them. Oh, it's yeah. just like, oh, honestly, <laughs> what, what did this guy eat or smoke before he started talking to me? Like, 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 how do you guys, and I want both of you to answer this, like, how do you get across mindful movement where, like, 
people are just like, what the hell is this guy talking about? I got to get a different doctor, a different trainer here. This is terrible. It's, it's really tough. Yeah. yeah, it's, exactly. it's, yeah that's the toughest thing um, to teach someone or try and get someone to yeah. like feel like just yeah. feel something. Uh-huh. Um, because I think that's what separates, you know, people that are really, really good at what they do is they know what yeah. they're doing at all times. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so yeah, yeah. I don't, just try everything, yeah, you know, no, literally no, just throw disagree. everything at them until yeah. they, you know, something clicks. Yeah. They'll, some, they'll... some people get it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be in the moment. Think about yeah. actually like engaging my core, squeezing my, my glutes, whatever you want to talk about, um, whatever area you're working on, as opposed to as they're doing that deadlift, oh shit, I gotta go get groceries afterwards. <laughs> yeah. My wife wants to pick up milk. I've got my kids this weekend. I don't have time to go play ping pong with you guys. <laughs> that sounds really familiar. Yeah, right, right. Uh, no, and I totally agree. Like, I don't think there is a right or wrong answer to that. Like, what about, like, I want to know, because we're already talking about this. Yeah. And I've got you here. You're no, you're, I agree. So you've started me down this path a little bit. Like, something as simple as anterior and posterior pelvic tilt. Mm-hmm. Right. So the standing and be able to do that. Right. Yeah. Like that's something you're like, man, everybody should know how to do that. And yeah. I, I agree. It's not something we kind of focus on. And so I think the most powerful thing is you have to make it. And this is everything we do in our practice. You have to make it context specific. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So like if you're doing handstands, you're playing baseball. How is this going to help me play baseball? Or how is this going to help me pick up my kids? How is this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, if we come up with a problem, like somebody was having back pain today. Um, or, or yesterday and, and I used it and he was like having, he was having trouble kind of like bending over and I was just showing him anterior pelvic tilt, posterior pelvic tilt. And then all of a sudden he could bend further. Yeah, yeah. He's going to remember that mindful movement now. Uh, right. I like so I like you've got to think context specific, super easy Beautiful. to do. Right. But like, that is how you get, for me, it's all about like, you know, we're practically like, I need buy-in. Yeah. First, I have an hour with somebody. I have one hour to get them hooked on what I'm selling, yeah. right? And so, um, you know, we're not addictive like crack. So I've got to find something else <laughs> to get them hooked. And usually, it's something like it's usually something like that. It's, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So like getting them to say, "Oh man, this makes a lot of sense. I did this, and now I feel better." And it's usually some sort of mind, mindful movement practice. You know, I love it in some different kind of way. Totally selfish on my part. I just I just need to know for later today when I have patients. On there the you go. That's how you hook them, dude. All right, so perfect. Now moving on. Uh, we got that free <laughs> advice there. Um, training. You are having tons of volume right now, building up for these for the powerlifting meet. What are you doing? Because I know you're doing so much stuff outside of it, whether it's diet, saunas, jumping in freezing cold water. Mm. Like, what is all this like crazy things I'm seeing on your Instagram story? Um, do you have like daily routines here? Like what are we doing to optimize recovery? So I want to know everything here. The, so there was a while there where I, you know, I was going outside a lot when it was really, really not okay. Not really, really, cold. really cold. In South like, Carolina. So it, snowed for so a it did here. snow. It did snow. <laughs> um, and I was up in Philly like a few months ago when it snowed. So I was doing some cold stuff up there. Okay. Um, and I, it, it, it got to the point where, um, you know, there's no place in Charleston that, yeah, yeah. Um, has like a cold plunge. Uh, yeah. business, business idea. Yeah, business, boom! I love but, it. Don't the cold pool here. Oh, so I love it. That's what Tony Robbins does. He, he wakes up every day. The yeah. first yeah, thing he does: cold plunge. Yep. Cold plunge. Twenty-two was, degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I take cold showers. I love it. Like helps with breathing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Cold showers in South Carolina are not cold <laughs> they're showers. Not, they're I tried. My, so when, when I lived in Boston, cold showers in December. Crazy. It's like, is this? Am I having ice like shards? Ice shards. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This morning I put it on cold. I was like, is it? Is this on cold? Is what is this? It's true. It's like neutral. It's like hot neutral. <laughs> hot neutral. Continue though, Carl. There's not cold water. Damn, I thought it was going good. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, when I went up to Columbia, yeah, it's a little colder up in Columbia. Okay, yeah. Um, around December, I went home for Christmas, and okay. every morning I was there for about two weeks. Every morning, our pool was around forty-five degrees. I would wake up like seven a.m. I would literally just throw off the covers, just walk straight outside. Okay, take off all my clothes and just jump in the pool. So jump in five yeah. minutes, get out. Warm five shower. minutes. Yeah. At forty-five degrees. Yeah. See, I'm jumping in. I'm getting. Get the heck out of there. Yeah. So, like I said, like I'm the guy that like if I do something, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try and like do it really well. So yeah, yeah. and with the Blue Jays, they had a really, really cool uh cryotherapy tank that would yeah. just keep it at like they would keep it at fifty two, but I would always <laughs> <laughs> just tap That's that thing down. Go. I got it down to forty five. Okay. Um Wow. So yeah, they would always be like, Why is it down to forty like five? I Oh no, you did that. Weird. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, but I would work up what to like jerk. almost like because yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would try to go get like, get in it, stick a toe in. They're like, no, like, we're not getting in that. Um, I almost like saw it as a challenge, which could which could be kind of dangerous with cold. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I worked up to this is when I was hurt. Yeah, I mean I wasn't playing or anything, but I I worked up to like thirty minutes and forty five degrees, which wasn't. Yeah. You get numb, so it's, it's fine. Yeah, you get yeah. to it, right? Yeah, and yeah. I would just get out, warm shower. So, yeah, back to routine stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of cold stuff. Neutral neutral temperature showers <laughs> here in Charleston. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of sauna, um, yeah. especially after my lifts. Okay. Um, and then two days out of the week, like today, um, after this, I'm going to go back to where I work. They have a nice sauna there. It gets, I think it gets like 200-something degrees. It's nuts. Okay. Um, jump in there for about... 30 to 45 minutes, you know, 15 minute cycles, get in, get out, get yeah. some water, um, that stuff, um, food, I'm making sure I'm eating enough to where I feel I'm not so much tracking right now. Yeah, yeah. It's to where I, you know, just feel good. Yeah. Um, cause I know there's some days when I just don't get enough, but maybe I'm really, really busy, mm -hmm. um, and just don't get to eat as much. And then I wake up the next day and I'm just, I just do not feel like yeah, myself, you don't feel as recovered. Uh, recovered. As then, then, so this is another you know, part of my life that changed like five years ago, I would have jumped right into it and worked out again. Like, yeah. But now like, I'm like starting to understand, you know, like maybe I shouldn't work out today. Like I'm not recovering Whoa. enough. Yeah. It's, Whoa, we've talked it, about you mean to, you don't work out and then you perform really well. Exactly. That's really weird. <laughs> yep. Okay. So this is the hardest thing that I've had to like wrap oh, my I mind bet. around. Cause I just like to work. So it's, yeah, yeah. We should repeat that. 30 times <laughs> just right do now. that for another half an hour. I just answered <laughs> a post on uh, like the CrossFit masters Facebook page. Yeah. yeah. I'm just feeling wrecked and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just like, maybe just work out a little bit less yeah. and like, yeah. you know, I probably got like 20 hate likes, you know what I mean? Oh like, man, I would definitely like make sure your address, your phone number isn't like public, like knowledge. Right, right. <laughs> hate mail. Oh man. Yeah, so now it's like, it's lift, lift. I take off today. Yeah. I'll hit the sauna. You yeah. Know, just make sure I'm eating enough. Um, lift is tomorrow. Wednesday. I don't know what day Whatever. is it. Whatever. Lift the next Wednesday? day, lift the next day, take off again. Yeah. So I'm taking two to three days just to. Two days on one maybe day. Maybe like do some mobility Ish. stuff, you know, just yeah, like yeah. a light walk. Yeah. Um, I like to walk in the mornings, okay. um, just a light walk mobility stuff on those days, just nice. two to three days, just completely off in a week. Okay. And I've, I've found that, and I'm sure for most people too, Yeah. like that, that's like a meditative a piece. It, yeah. it almost sounds like, it doesn't even sound like he's specializing in sports. Yet. Like you wouldn't, yeah. you'd be like, oh, this is just like a complete well, like, I don't want to say wellness, but like, he's just healthy almost is what it sounds like yeah yeah um, um, it doesn't sound like beating himself to a pulp on a regular basis or can't walk out of <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah yeah and you, like, have, you know me too yeah That's i'll it. say like i'm, I'm a little bit different than most like 
you know, just the typical like powerlifter kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Like they always see like a lot of people that go into a competition and eat like pancakes right before. So like I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna put pancakes in me like right before I'm gonna go <laughs> attempt a max. I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go get some like dates or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just yeah. I just it would be like too much in my mind. Like, yeah, yeah. I just had pancakes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not feeling good. So the two things that I'm really curious about because it's becoming such a hot topic, like the word biohacking or like everyone seems to be doing cold immersion in saunas and then there's breathing too. Like what influenced you to get into like those things? Like what have you seen as um, benefit? Like have you noticed benefits? Do you think it's more placebo? Like, yeah, that's what I want to know. Like yeah. what do you so, think the benefits are yeah. as far as other people thinking, okay, if I'm going to use this. Why should I use this? Tony Robbins jumps in a cold plunge. I need to try it. That's enough for me. Yeah, I'm sold. So yeah. I, I do look at a lot of like research studies and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as like cold thermogenesis and all that. Okay. Um, I listen to a lot of Ben Greenfield. I don't know if you're familiar oh, with yeah, him. Totally uh, familiar. Love his part. He's the biohacker. It's yeah, nuts. He, he's, yeah, yeah, the spectrum's here. He's completely off the scale. Like he's, <laughs> he's doing all There's this crazy There's some good takeaways, stuff. but yeah, 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 he's definitely he's, he's off nuts. the scale. Yeah. Um, but no, so I, I, like I said, I went full fledged into this whole cold thing. I went yeah. and bought a freezer, um, plugged it up in my backyard, filled it with water, like a deep freezer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then just let it sit. Yeah. You know, had a nice layer of ice on top. Okay. Turned it off. You just break the ice up and then it stays cold for like a week. So that was when I was doing, I did it every day for a month. Okay. Um, and I didn't, all I was doing was taking my weight. Um, okay. and I was eating probably, and I was tracking it this time. Okay. Um, I was eating around 5,500 calories a day, which is a lot. Yes. It's a lot. So I was training a lot, um, eating a lot and I was doing a lot of cold stuff and I, I, I don't have any machines or anything to tell yeah, yeah, me yeah. like I'm burning this much yeah, while yeah. I'm in the cold, but it was very tough for me to like keep on my weight. And I actually lost like three or four pounds just from. Interesting. Yeah. So the benefit okay. being calorie expenditure. I would say so. I mean, yeah, that's, that's that was the, like, yeah. That's what a lot of people say. It was t it was very tough for me just training and eating that much food yep. to keep on weight. Okay. Because uh, I was I was doing it in the mornings, probably 10, 15 minutes, mm -hmm. and it was cold. Like I mean, I was yeah, full was on freezer, yeah. full on shiver for a solid fifteen minutes, and then I would go to the point where I would just get out and not jump in a warm shower. I would just let my body just kind of yeah yeah heat itself back up. So I shiver for like another 30 minutes so okay so cold stuff potentially yeah. making you leaner or tough to gain weight possibly okay <laughs> was that now i want to ask if you felt it was helping recovery and stuff but then if you were like losing weight that might have been affecting recovery yeah i don't really know too much about the whole recovery i didn't know yeah, yeah. too much of a difference okay. um the biggest thing for recovery for me is the warm stuff like i love the sauna. i think it makes okay, it makes so, me so feel sauna, incredible you like it. yeah love the sauna especially right afterwards okay um Maybe don't go slam like a protein shake, right? Maybe just go jump in the sauna <laughs> for like 30 minutes. Um, okay. No, yeah, I love the warm stuff. Um, I never really did the cold after I would lift or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I always, I never did it on a day that I worked out. I okay. would always do it like on a recovery day. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I don't, it's tough to pinpoint like one thing. I think that you should just do everything you can and just all of it together will help you. Yeah, kind of N equals one. I always yeah. tell that. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, exactly. Do what works for you. Yeah, I'm curious what works for him. That may not work for me. It may not work for you. Like, you know, tacos and handstands are my jam. Maybe not you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I like mullet squats. Mullet squats. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I was going to say, Carl doesn't know what mullet squats are. What? Oh, my goodness. A mullet squat. So you want to inform him on this? Sure, sure. So it's business in the front, party in the back. So basically you do, you know, like let's call it 80%. This is what we did this week. 80% of your one rep max front squat. Mm -hmm. And then you do three front squats immediately followed by six back squats at 80%. So 
So you rack it and then put it right on your back. Yeah. Okay. But it's, yeah. but if it's you're, if like you're a badass, you can just push press it. That would be badass. Back. I'm I saw not like I that. saw a bad accident happen yeah. that way. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I rack it. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it started like the cycle started at I think we started with seven front squats and thirteen back squats. So that like front squat back squat cycle takes like two and a half minutes, and we're doing like five or six sets of it. By the end of it, like you can't walk. Yeah. So it's hold on. So you do seven front squats. Yes. Racket. Thirteen back squats. Yeah. Immediately yeah. And then five rounds of that. Yeah. Yes. And you and it's on. I think we did it on a six minute running clock. Eighty percent. Yes. No. Eighty percent was that. Eighty percent now. With the- <laughs> I was like. I was like. Hold on. We start at sixty five like, for the seven and thirteen. Okay. I was like. And now we're three and six. Okay. 80%. Yeah. Like, man, it's really good for hypertrophy, right? So yeah. you're getting those reps in. It's kind of like a good way to kind of pack the system again to yeah, get yeah. somebody to do because if you just have to do eight front squats yeah. like it's just miserable just that second break and just that transition mm-hmm. it like makes it just so much you know i like it so yeah i don't disagree i like it too a lot yeah something totally totally different yeah the interesting so i do a little bit of like cold and heat um like research myself and the hot sauna stuff has a lot of backing mm-hmm. believe it or not so Rhonda patrick i'll have to send you ah, that yeah. stuff. she has some really cool stuff of like there's these certain things that happen to your body when you're in extreme heat. Yeah. And like, it's all down to like anti-inflammation and like um, anti-aging type stuff, um, antioxidants. So like there's huge back, if you go in a sauna regularly, like you're going to just essentially live longer than other people. Um, That's why I moved to Charleston. It was four. I was in Boston yesterday. It was 49 degrees in Boston yesterday. I got back here. It was like 95. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just I'm starting, so, bro. I'm so much Heat happier. index of 102 with the I'm humidity. I can't wait. Does that count as a sauna? But it has to be yeah. 120 degrees or higher, I think, <laughs> to count as a sauna. So whatever. Yeah, the whatever. I'm working, <laughs> hey, there's there's some gyms that Car and I work out at that don't have AC. You go there around noon. It's true. I'd say it's the same thing. Filled right. with about 20 people. Yeah. Sweat <laughs> 20 really big guys. It's not like little human. Well, yeah. I'm not a little human, but everyone else is really big. Yeah. Huge um, humans. So I want to know here, because like you're saying like 100%, you just go, you know, if you're going to do something, you're going to do it kind of balls to the wall here. Mm-hmm. What would you say like for somebody that like wants to, like so, some, I'm trying to think of like a uh, avatar, per, like my example person, like some guy that, you know, works out a couple times a week, relatively fit, you know, and he's just like, oh shit, like, sauna cold plunge that sounds like something i could add to my like routine but he's not going to do it like crazy 100 percent like you what, what would you think would be like a a good starting point or a minimum effective dose here for either one of those or both of them i would just start <laughs> off with one just yeah maybe once or twice a week yeah um, i think anyone could commit to at least one time a week yeah um just do it like every let's just say every monday like hey i'm gonna yeah. work out um because i'm already in here i'm gonna work out then yeah. just go spend Maybe not 30 minutes, just yeah. go spend 15 minutes at it because it is a little uncomfortable. For I'm people. sure it is. Um, and it doesn't have to be 15, it could be five. Just yeah. kind of starting to get your body acclimated just to feel in the heat. And we're saying sauna? Yeah, yeah, sauna, sauna, okay, sauna. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's like 15 minutes in the cold first the time. The cold? Badass. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I would say the cold. Yeah. That's not dipping your toe in. <laughs> yeah. The cold is definitely a lot, a lot tougher to, uh-huh. you know, try to get people to really wrap their mind around it and just try and get them to go do it. Uh-huh. Just, it's a lot more uncomfortable. Yeah, Especially when it's 40, 42, 45 degrees. It's very yeah. tough. The sauna is like it's tough to breathe, but like yeah. cold is legitimately painful. Yeah. Like, People are I, used to sweating. They're not used to, they don't like shivering right. at all. I find the cold more comfortable. Than, when I get really? in the sauna, I'm just like, <gasps> but in the cold, just, I, I'm the cold, like in the cold, I'm just like, as long as you don't write your mind. <laughs> You're to, weird in all aspects. <laughs> I'm like, I, don't even I really am. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you use any of this stuff with your clients? Are you like, all right, we're done training. Let's go in the sauna together. Speedo's on. Let's go. Let's get the sauna together. Right. Levi says that to right. all of his clients. We, <laughs> Let's go get the Right there, together. we just rip our pants off and go right in the sauna. <laughs> yeah. no. um, I, uh, I recommend it to him. 18 year old. You know, oh, God. Yeah. Let's just quantify it. We are joking. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, no, I recommend it, though. Um, just because sometimes I don't, have, I don't always have that time right yeah. after we trained us. Yeah, you know, yeah, go in there with them. Um, but there are some like members of a gym that I have become friends with, yeah. um, and we might work out together. Then I'll say, "Hey, like, let's just yeah. you ever try the sauna or whatnot?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "No, not yet." So then I'm saying, "Let's go spend 15 minutes there after we work out." They're like, oh, yeah. "Okay," and then we go do it together. Yeah. Um, just try to. That's all I can really do for my clients. So it's just recommend it to yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I was just curious if you're at the point now that you've seen the benefits that you were. Oh, yeah. comfortable recommending to yeah. other people. Mm-hmm. That's because a lot of times, like I think a lot we we start playing with these things and we're like, Oh shit, this actually works. Or that's a terrible idea. Why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> so I was curious if you got the point with both of those things where you'd recommend them to other people. Yeah. I definitely recommend both. Um, okay, awesome. But I think it's a little easier for people to go sauna then. Especially here in Charleston. Yeah, where, are you gonna, where are you going to go jump? There's nowhere. There's no, There's no... That's why Nobody likes the, they do have the like cryo. What do you think about that stuff? Cryo spa. I guess. Is that, is that where it's like the CO2 It's like two colors? minutes of yeah. just like, where Gas. is this in Mount Pleasant, right? It's right by Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right beside the little yeah. barbershop. Um, have you tried that at all? I don't think that's nah, the same. I'm not going to spend. There's something about just suffering for 15 minutes. I feel like it's just like a mental thing exactly. too, right? Like just mental toughness. I right. could I could open up a place where I just repetitively kick you in uncomfortable yeah. areas for 15 minutes and charge the same amount of money. Though. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's 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 go back to the training here because I'm a little more curious. What is like inf- – like, what are your biggest biggest people that influence you with your training? Like, are there other people like you stalk their Instagram, social media? Uh, yeah, definitely. So, um, I would say I'm gonna go two people here. Yeah. Um, and one I just hired as a coach. Oh, um, awesome. Her name is Stacy Burr. Um, she's out of Florence or Darlington area. Okay. I think it's Darlington. Yeah. Um, she competes. She's a in the 148 weight class. She's a few like all time world records. Okay. Um, so I've been I've been stalking her for a while. Yeah, um, and stalking I just in like it. a safe, yeah, a good way. healthy just, way. Yeah, just social over social media. media. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't do that. Yeah, yeah I don't go to I don't go to Darlington and you know right outside of her house. Um, but no, black hoodie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he would look very scary walking around in the black hoodie. Oh, yeah, yeah. um, but no, she's 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 very good at what she does. Oh, um, awesome. She's got a lot of experience. Yeah, and so I I think there's something I can learn from her. So as soon as she opened up like a few more clients, that. Um, she was taking on a few more people, so I was like, just bang. Like, what was the name again? Stacy. S T A C I. Burr. B U R R. Cool. Um, yeah. We'll link to that in show notes. Uh, nickname Bama. Bama Burr. Yeah. She's intense. Uh, Do you know who um, Steffi Cohen is? Yeah, she's a monster. She so just she, pulled like, I don't know what she pulled. Yeah, like so she just hours. finished PT school too, she's, and I just kind of heard about her. And yeah. You just stuff. heard about her? Now? She's nuts. Yeah. Wow. Well, she did that huge pull, whatever, at the... You need to get on social media more. You need to start working so Do hard. I know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Yeah. 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 No, but I've been kind of following her, and like, man, she's an animal, man. Like, yeah. That's just... What she's it. insane. Yeah. yeah. I saw her do a couple Olympic lifts, and like, she could just go compete. Yeah. Now. Yep. 100%. You know what I mean? And her lifts look good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mobility. Yeah. It's really cool to see somebody that strong have that, like, yeah. that mobility, too, because mm-hmm. you always look... You think... Powerlifter strong man, you think these huge guys, and you're yeah, not that body type either. Like you, you look like you can. Yeah, I love well. to. I love the like power clean. I love to yeah. do all that stuff. I've seen him power clean. He can do it well and correctly as well. Right. Yeah, and that's feel like that's not what people think. They think yeah. powerlifter, they're going to think like a butter, 
what's that guy butterball butterbean but i like that he just said that like not only does he healthily stop these people but he's like reached out and got coaches and i think at every single level people need coaches too i mm -hmm. think that's a really good point too everyone needs help with this mm -hmm. and you need some guidance you need some accountability no one's ever going to do it on their own i really don't think i always think you need that i guess we could call it collective knowledge mm -hmm. Um, but I think that's a really good point, but we're running short on time and I want to ask you some like totally just stupid, funny things here yeah. too. Cause these, these are actually my favorite questions. Probably yeah, we can go on for a while. I've got a lot of good questions. Maybe we'll do a part two. Go. <laughs> All right. What would be your walkout song? Ooh, that's a good one. I know. Walkout song for what? Like if I'm going to walk out there and lift something. I guess we'll say lift. Like if uh, normally well, say life. Just what, what other life. ways? What other ways would you? What else would you be walking out to? I'm just curious. Baseball. You... We had walkout songs. Oh, that's right. Like, but it's just you. Yeah. This is just you. Yeah. Not okay. the team. No, it's yeah, it was just you. us. Yeah. No. Each, have you ever been to yeah. a River Dogs game? Each person gets that's that's a walkout song. They get a song every time. And those they would be different for a lift or mm -hmm. for baseball. Mm -hmm. Okay, give us both. Yeah, let's give okay, both. So, I listen to a lot of like hard rock stuff. Um I love System of a Down. So anything like. Anything. Like BYOB, that's a good one okay. to walk up to as far as like a lift. Um, baseball, I was a little more relaxed. I like okay. to walk up to the plate and just, what could be country, I, uh, I'd say Alan Jackson. Okay. Uh, you yeah. complete yeah, yeah. Stuff it's, there. I like yeah, that. Yeah, because I, I felt whenever I was playing, you can't be like too, too tense. Yeah, that makes, you have to stay relaxed. Makes totally, so makes totally I would need, like yep, I need something to play. I could just use my mind and just, you know. All right. Well, I like it. Nice. Favorite cartoon? Oh, gosh. Favorite. Uh, so first thing that pops in your head. I don't, don't know. be embarrassed. Is Blue's Clues a cartoon? Heck, it is. Yeah. is it? The, guy, the guy just passed away, too. Did it? Oh, yeah. oh, that's too bad. It sucks. Yeah. It's, a, it's a kid show. Cartoon kid yeah. show. Yeah. Same thing. I never watch it. I, it's so funny. I watch, like, I watch it when I was in college and the... You know, with the kids who I was, uh, they were in daycare, and I was, you know, to work as a daycare attendant in college. So. <laughs> it makes me feel old as shit. Awesome. Let's move on to the next question. All right. If you weren't, if you weren't training people right now, what would you be doing? Yeah. <laughs> that was a great. Uh, you doing what Wes is doing? Is that what just gonna oh do? man, um, <laughs> probably like selling real estate or something. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't know. It just seems like the next. I don't know option. A lot of people do it. Just, so, oh, just so there's honestly it. nothing I'd rather be doing. All right, awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Right, last, last book you read? Do you read? Uh, a little bit. Okay. Um, the last one was the Four Hour Body by okay. um, Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss. Would you yeah. recommend? Do you recommend that to yeah. other people? Yeah. Right, it's a good book. A lot of weird stuff in there, but tons of um, weird stuff. You gotta read Tools of Titans. That's on my list right it's now. It's a good one. It's got some good stuff okay. in there, and it's got like little nuggets. It's huge, but like there's probably... same with uh, Tribe of Mentors. That's another good one. Yeah, he wrote that one too. God, he's just a maniac. Oh um, yeah, last TV show you watched? Last TV show. Yeah, The Office. What is it? The Office. Oh, I the love Office. You're watching The Office now? It's on repeat. You can okay, repeat. Yeah. You, okay. you can watch like the. Well, they're bringing it back. I think. Yeah, I've heard they're bringing so, it back. Like a season. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the same though. But I the don't... last like new series, Stranger Things, I watched it. My girlfriend pressured me into it. So it was good though. I it's it. really good. Yeah, it was yeah. very good. I enjoyed I it. <laughs> oh, The Office! I love that reruns one. of The Office. Where, like you like you on could... purpose go to Netflix and it's, like just take an it's episode. Basically, if I could, like I'd have it playing all day, all the time, just yeah. on repeat. I'm I'm on tape, on point with that. Like you can turn on any episode of The Office, have no idea, have no backstory mm -hmm. what's going on, and it's within good. five minutes, like. Laughing so hard you can't breathe, and you have done a mm -hmm. inner core workout right there. Yep, hundred percent on point. Oh goodness, all right, I love it. <laughs> all right, buddy. We'll, we will leave people with that with the office. Yeah, I love it. All right, how do we? Do you normally end these things? I feel no, like no. I mean, I mean, just feel like hey, if anybody is out there and you enjoyed it, 
leave us a review on iTunes, share yeah. the episode. I think this was a really good one. A lot of good takeaways. Um, and Carl, where can people find you? Instagram, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, what, what, what's the it. Instagram handle? Instagram is wise underscore Carl. Okay. We will put that Very in the tough. show notes. Next time. What's up everybody. Eve here. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the healthy Charleston podcast. If you did, we would love for you to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. And please leave us any comments. We're always looking to improve or recommend a guest. Yes, we take recommendations. Also, if you want to learn a little bit more about us and our health and human performance clinic, where we do physical therapy and performance training, please go check out madetomovept.com. Again, that's made, the number two, movept.com. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.